Now I've hit record. Oh, God. Oh, I really wish I had some wine. Me too. I like <sighs> am, I don't know, 300 steps away from a little market that not only has like wine to go, you know, like in a bottle, but it mm-hmm. also but it also has like what they call wine tasting, but really it's like a bottle of wine on the counter. <laughs> I love that theory. I love that practice. I'm there for that. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like wine at this point would make my life about 20% better than it is at this moment, and that's all I need is a little 20% boost. 20% is actually a lot. As someone who works for a marketing agency and has to deal with, like, incremental percentages worth celebrating, 20% is actually a big amount. Mm Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I haven't been keeping track of any percentages lately, so. But I, too, am in marketing, allegedly. <laughs> You're in the whatever-feels-right line of work. Oh, God. Moving on. Moving on. Welcome back. You were Thank on you. A, you were on a trip. I was on a very long trip. I was on a trip for 11 days with Afton. Who apparently secretly listens to our podcast. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, so I know that because of the uh, metrics. Mm-hmm. But I didn't tell you because I wanted to see if she would ever reveal that she actually listened to it. Because she, like, never does. Yep. So that's not all that she doesn't do on the internet. She also, um, I think, looks at Instagram all the time and doesn't like anything on purpose so that nobody can track her little whereabouts and what she's looking at. But she will occasionally text me to be like, cool picture. Where's that? What's that? And I'm like, okay, the madness must end. (laughs) No, I like it. I like it. Oh, it's so sneaky. I just didn't think she was that sort of sneak, you know, but it's always fun to learn new things about people you've known for a long time. Well, she is Kate's sister. The sneak of all sneaks, yeah, yes. Yeah, like cut from the same sneaky cloth. <laughs> uh, we had such a nice time, though. We didn't fight at all, no arguments. We had just lots of laughs, grand old time. It was very good. That's exciting. I know. We started out near... She asked me lots of questions about you and your travels. You came up a lot because we were traveling in a camper, much like... Um, the about I think a little bit bigger than maybe than Faraby is, but uh-huh. maybe about the same size. So we kept dwelling on you know the life of a small house dweller right. like ourselves, and what it was like, and keeping it clean, and picking up after yourself, and making the bed, and all those little things that you know life brings to you. The I problems was... of ice, <sighs> dude. The problems yeah. of ice. Ice is my life. I, I like. I was mentally all the time. And this is true of every area of my life, forever or never. The grass is always greener. So I'm always, like, thinking about different ways I could upgrade my trailer or, like, get a different trailer or whatever, of course. Um, And there's, like, there's – so I don't have a fridge. I have an icebox, which is powered by ice. Um, And it's annoying because I have to buy ice all the time. And I was thinking about, like, because they have these, um, like, portable, like, mostly portable Dometic fridges that run off of the kind of electricity that my trailer battery powers. Mm -hmm. So I I would probably have to buy a generator or, like, solar power panels in order to, like, actually power this kind of, like, Dometic fridge thing. Yeah. But I was, like... 
A, if I had it, I could freeze things. So currently I can't actually freeze anything. So then I could buy like, well, I could buy like frozen vegetables, which is like the dorky truth of why I want a freezer. Um, Mm -hmm. But so in my head, I was like, I wonder what the break even is on like buying ice versus like buying this fridge and the like, uh, power source to power it but also having a power source would greatly improve my life in general because I would stop killing my truck battery like twice a month I visit with AAA because um I've killed my truck battery by trying to power my life all at once irresponsibly very irresponsibly people Um, ask me like they're like your life is so exotic what's it like on the road you must do so many exciting things and I'm like well I charge my computer in between between my AAA right and um, just trying to steal power at, like, various places. And then trying to find, like, Wi-Fi spots. Like, it's really a romantic time. Yeah. yeah. No, the, um, the trip planning of, like, cross-referencing national forest oh, maps my God, with cell right? coverage maps. It's, a, it's, it's so exotic. Well, we got a little taste of the exhaustion factor. Even though Ab- uh, Afton had done a lot of planning, it still was like, you know, we got to roll with the punches. Got to, like, oh, we're not staying here tonight. We're going to go somewhere else. We got to go to a Walmart, you know, yeah. home of the traveler. Uh, Afton didn't know you could stay in Walmart parking lots. And I was like, I know a homeless person who lives in a trailer. Let me tell you more about <laughs> all the places you can you. sleep. Yeah. Not every um, Walmart parking lot, but. It's, yes. it's a it's a commonly held myth that anyone will do, but actually there's a lot of city regulations against the homeless. So, Yeah, um, the one that we stayed at in Salt Lake City, we parked next to a giant sign that said no overnight parking, even though I had called and they said that should be fine. So don't know what was going to happen there. Yeah, if you ever, I mean, I have this app called All Stays, which is like a $10. That's what we were checking. Yeah, yeah. so well, usually it'll have like, so it'll have this paragraph for like the Walmarts where it's like touch and go and it'll yeah. be like one person will be like in June they called and it was okay in July exactly. they got kicked out in August yeah. it was okay but if anybody get, gets kicked out it says they got kicked out at all in like the last year I won't go there because like I cannot even imagine the fear I would feel if someone like some like rent a cop at 2 a.m. and knocked on my trailer door like I would like shit my pants out of fear and so I'm yeah. like no no I'll, I'll instead I go park in a neighborhood um and I get away with it a lot better there mm-hmm. um but a, yeah Walmart's so- nice because it has a bathroom it does have a bathroom that was another thing trying to find bathrooms all the time um, we started out in Arizona and we, well, we started out in California and drove all the way through to New Mexico the first day. Then we drove through Colorado and visited avid listener of the show, Aaron Cartmel and her daughter, no Elaine. Way. Yeah. We got to see them at a, uh, Safeway because I don't know how to use the Starbucks app and found the, um, Starbucks, Starbucks that was inside of Safeway, Safeway. The, about the, the app, 18 different times. The app yeah. makes it so clear. I know I didn't use the app that time. I uh, looked on the on Google Maps like an idiot and was like, oh, this one looks like it's in an area that makes sense that it's a standalone Starbucks. Nope. And I did that three other times before I used the app correctly. Yeah, Google Maps is, I mean, it's just... A nightmare the, of lies. The, the app roulette that I do every single goddamn day is... Mm-hmm. Traveling is no joke. I don't make plans, by the way, because, like, pass. It's like I plan, I plan, like, I'm like, this, The what we're planning now is the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very fun to see Aaron. Elaine has 
a very outgoing personality and was running around the store and absorbing a lot of attention, which I felt very jealous of because I'm an adult. So <laughs> yeah, I like ne- to have you'll the attention never, You'll me. never get the real attention. Uh, I will brook no rivals, as Jonathan Olson once said in response to someone else trying to throw like a graduation party the same day as him. He got very upset. And I was like, that's the best response to anything I've ever heard. A total freak out. Uh, so then we drove from, oh, yeah. So that second day, actually, yeah, wow, we made it all the way to Wyoming and stayed in Kurt Gowdy State Park outside Cheyenne. And then we drove through Wyoming to Independence Rock and up to Cody. We were there for a couple Independence days. Independence Rock from the Oregon Trail game. Yes, that's why One we went the there. One of the places where you can the start, Oregon. right? Yeah. No, I think you you know you need to get there by like July fourth or something. You oh, need is to like... that what it is? It's like a, yeah. It's like a... A... Otherwise, you're stuck in the mountains in the winter. It's some yeah. It's like bad conditions. Like like it, it's yeah. It's a stop along the trail. Um, Afton knew more about it. She was like, oh yeah, you have to trade ten sets of clothing with the Indian guide here. Or something like you know, she had some inside details on how the Oregon Trail. She game was worked. like, I know all like, about this area. Yeah, but basically a lot of it was from Independence Rock. The weirdest thing of all was that nowhere else in the state basically was their reception except on the back side of Independence Rock for no reason that anyone could see. No cell phone towers, no nothing, but right there it worked. And I was like, oh, a little Independence Day miracle for us. Well, now I feel like looking it up on my coverage app to see like... (laughs) Because my like th- this coverage app, which again is like a costly ten dollar app, but totally worth it if you like me are homeless. Um, sure. And it, so it um, you see like all four major carriers, and then you can like like layer the maps for like two G, three G, four G LTE coverage, etc. So sometimes mm-hmm. when things are fishy, I like to f- flip around and like see who has coverage where. Like there was this one well, area here. of Texas that had uh-huh. like no Verizon coverage, but it did mysteriously have Sprint. No, no, that's a lie. And let me tell you why. I can tell you where the Sprint coverage is in uh, the western half of the United States. It is within the boundaries of L.A. County. And that is it. And you, you have to be outside. Any- Don't even think about getting it inside a no. building in L.A. County. No, no. You're holding it outside towards the like surface of the sun, praying that somehow it will like bounce off and get into your phone. No, I called them at Old Faithful. We're sitting there waiting for Old Faithful to go off. And I started a fight with someone in Malaysia, sadly, because I was like, this is insane. I have never had no coverage across eight different states. No coverage. Extended 1X. Nothing. Yep. And the person was like, I'm so sorry that you seem to be having a little trouble. And I was like, this isn't a little trouble. This is the inability to connect to the internet or make a phone call. This is dangerous. I love that and- you thought calling them was like worth anyone's time. Well, the only reason I did that is because they shut off my roaming data and I was calling to beg for some more data scraps and they wouldn't give them to me. She was like, well, I can turn it back on, but it'll cost $500. And I was like, I've never in my life not found a solution when calling Sprint. I've been a customer for nine, you know, whipping out all the old classics. Nothing helped. Anyway, so yeah, there's no coverage anywhere in Wyoming for poor Amanda May. So I was scrambling from brewery to brewery, uh, seeking out Wi-Fi where I could. Yeah, we uh we full-time travelers have a lot of jokes we tell about like Sprint cuz people will be like you know, there's like 500 Facebook groups about like internet on the road and like new people will join the group and be like i have sprint unlimited um it's the best deal for me for unlimited um has anyone had any issues like traveling 
<laughs> and it's so like it's I'm like, like people join flourish and, all, and they're like, where do I start? Yeah, exactly. No, it's like people join flourish and they're like, hey, like, does anyone know much about promoted listings? And you're like, all right, pull up a fucking ice block. And like, I don't know. It just sets an automatic bid. What should I? Is that good? Should I do that? And yes, everyone swoops in per, and we're all bidding on everything. It, like, do it. Yeah, we're all bidding on it for sure. Yeah, oh my so god, in, that's so, so in, accurate. So in the, do you think this is a scam? <laughs> Some anyone gets a convo ever right. on Flourish. Is this a scam? So yes, in the internet RV groups, it's a lot like that where someone's like, Sprint's, you know, I've been with Sprint forever. It's a really great deal. Like thoughts on hitting the road, and everyone's no. like tear, like the joy emoji I with the with was, the with the like yeah, with, with the like giant water droplets out. like yeah. flying off, and everyone's just Laughing. like sixteen of these. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I was so enraged. And, and Afton has a work phone and a regular phone and her work phone is Verizon and it had 4G coverage yep. no matter where we were. Yeah, no, and Verizon's I was like, legit. I was like, I'm going to have to switch to Verizon out of like anger. Like sure. Sprint works in my house, but I don't, I, I was so enraged. I was just so angry. Anyway, so then we went, yeah, we went to the Cody, Cody, Wyoming, which normally has 10,000 people. And for 4th of July has 40,000 people. And we saw some beautiful fireworks and sat in front of some Cody locals as they discussed different goings on at the ranch. It was like straight out of the Netflix original TV show, The Ranch, with Ashton Kutcher. I've never uh, heard of that. You haven't? No. Oh my God! Allow me to ruin your life. Wait, so, can I wait first? Can I guess what it is? Yes. Okay. Okay. So all you need to know. Well, yeah. Here's the information you have. It's called The Ranch, and it's and with Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's got some dumb ranch as one of his, like, five million hobbies, and it's out in the middle of nowhere, and he brings entrepreneurs in, like, jam pad style, to, like, talk about their business, but it's also, like, a little bit bachelorette. Bachelor. Okay, I love that idea. I'm going to give you one more shot at this. I'm going to give you one more detail. Okay. So I'm not right? It's not a reality show. Okay. Is that the only detail? Yeah. Wait, is he in it, or is he just, like, an EP? He's the star of it, my friend. He's the star of a show? How does he have time for that when he's, like, telling everyone what apps they need? Are you going to guess what the show's about? And who else is in it? Is Mila Kunis in it? No, then it wouldn't be a reality. Then it would be a reality show. No, I don't have any more guesses. I'm only interested in Ashton Kutcher reality shows. Uh, you love Ashton Kutcher rom-coms. We talk about it, like, once an episode. I love what Ashton Kutcher's rom-coms from the years 2002 to 2007. Well, you may enjoy The Ranch, which is a multi-camera show a la Big Bang Theory with a laugh track starring Sam Elliott as his dad, Deborah Winger as his mom, Danny Masterson as his brother. So it's a real... And then there's a lot of other, like, That 70s Show alums that show up. Like, Wilder Valmarama was a recurring character for a while. It's quite the to-do. Uh, it is a show more carefully calculated to appeal to the Republican, red state, conservative, middle of the country people than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. So it is one of Ashton's business hobbies. I would say so, definitely. And you can guess in my life why I've been exposed to it, perchance, someone that I live with that loves watching bad television. Well, maybe I'll check it out. It's terrible. It's one of the dumbest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's so bad, but... John likes it. He's like, I was like, why do you even watch this? It's horrible. And he said, you know, I'm kind of just amazed that it exists. I recent I recently started watching Suits again, which I watched the first two seasons of, which aired like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I liked it, but like not enough to stay long term invested. 
feel like it didn't age very well when I started trying well, to start. No, watch sh- it. no shows age well ever. Yeah. Um, and then, but I like am a fan or something on Facebook. Somehow they've targeted ads directly to me because mm-hmm. I guess it's about to start. Why? I, I, probably because I liked it at one point back when I watched it, and they're like, trying... "No, but why are they targeting new ads? What's the new ads oh, about?" Oh, so I think the new season is starting because there's been like a countdown, etc., going on in these ads. But one of the things that did was like a replay of like all of Donna and Harvey's like shipping moments, basically, and these ad videos like play in my feed and like my shipper heart like I didn't even like the show enough to ship these two characters but I love uh-huh. shipping so much in general that any sort of fan vid that's happening inside my Facebook feed I can't look away from and so I got curious about like what happened between Harvey and his you know secretary Donna over the years like it seems like some like pretty exciting stuff maybe and like maybe they're finally going to get together or something I don't know shrug emoji mysteries but I'm like I've been totally taken in with these ads that like I got on YouTube and was like Harvey Donna scenes like Harvey Donna fan bid Harvey Donna love story trying to get losing it trying to get some sort of like soap opera digest like summary of their Mm -hmm. release and nothing was satisfying enough so i was like well i guess i now i have to watch now i have to catch up on the five seasons of the show i haven't seen and now here i am i just finished season three so well on my (laughs) way you're doing the lord's work yep speaking of shows that are coming back the l word is coming back i'm very excited about that I love the L word. It is ridiculous in every single way, but I still love it. I can't believe it's and, coming back with all the same people that it's not just like. Well, it's not all the same people. It's like the name. Well, it's like four or five of the same of the main cast members. And then they're bringing in apparently a whole new set of girls to like liven it up. And, you know, of course. Oh, yeah. No, I know. If there's one the- thing that show <laughs> needs is like more girls <laughs> livening it up. <laughs> That's pretty much the plot line topic. What the description of every episode? Girls living the L word. Seventeen girls you've never heard it before come in and fuck everything up. Maybe they'll be and back each next other. week. Maybe well, yeah, for sure that. Maybe they'll be back next week. Maybe they'll just get someone pregnant. You never know. Um, I especially loved the comments on Jezebel where someone was like. Jenny Schechter will probably come back for the dead from the dead just for this. That'd be so like her. Oh, it's such a Jenny move coming back from the dead. Spoiler like, alert. Well, she dies at the very beginning of I guess that is a spoiler. God, it's been so long. Whatever. No no one is sad to see Jenny Schechter die. No. In fact, it'll help you like keep watching the show with the seasons she's in if you know that eventually something bad happens to something her. Something exactly. awesome happens. Although apparently I never even finished the last season of The L Word, and apparently it's never resolved who killed her, which I think is amazing, given that that's the entire point of that season. Um, Everyone was like, oh, I wonder if we'll finally ever find out who killed Jenny. And I was like, what is happening? Even, like, the show can't surprise me anymore, and it always does. And it still like, does. I know, it's amazing. Anyway, I'm just happy. It was funny, too, because all the comments were like, Shane? Shane McCutcheon's back on TV? And I was like, ah, oh, my people in the world their one interest Shane turning turning straight woman gayish gayish like one fourth gay I would say um she's on Ray Donovan and has been for like three seasons I don't uh, know Kate what Medic. that is 
It's a show with Liev Schreiber on Showtime, I think. I have never watched it, but it keeps winning awards and being on TV. No one ever talks about it. Four seasons. Yep. Weird. I know. Yeah, never heard of it. Yep. Did you want to return to your uh, slow roll trip replay? Yeah, sure. So We left we off in Cody, Cody, Wyoming. Yeah, we were in Cody. Um, and after we went to the rodeo and came back and said that was the most patriotic thing I've ever been to, you would have died. And I was like, like, hey, glad man. I stayed here at the Walmart. Yeah, glad I... Well, I went to the brewery to hang out with Devin, the waitress, who was charming and convinced me to eat some hot wings she said i'm a hot wings kind of girl and i said me too and you then said, she brought you're some. turning me a quarter gay ish <laughs> basically i was like maybe maybe half gay now we'll see who knows bring me some hot wings so i can be like you beautiful Devin. um and oh but they were so nice and sweet when i went in there that i was like okay i have some requests i need the internet i need a table with an outlet and i need you to know that i will purchase things but i will be here a long time and they were like oh yeah no problem let's figure this out and like made it happen did you learn how to be that way from me or is that just why we're friends no i think that's just why we're friends like i just had i just went in and was like i need to address these things quickly and if you can't help me i i need to move elsewhere you know so. Yeah, I say I say that or some like sweet variation of that a lot. I was really nice. I was really nice about it. I was like, I'm so sorry. I know this is going to sound like a hassle, you know, like whatever. Apologizing for my existence. Um, one time I was at this winery. I might have already bitched about this um, in central Texas, hill country, wine country. Like there's a billion wineries. There's a billion campgrounds. It's like what you do there. So you camp and like go wine tasting. And I showed up to this winery and... Um, and, and did like a fancy version of that skit. Like I'm here for the wine tasting. Um, and I'd love like, it would be so great. Like if, yeah. and I like even had my own internet. Um, but I was like, but I needed an outlet. Right. Cause that's like my life story. Sure. Um, and the hostess who like clearly like doesn't even work there. She's just like part of the wine club, you know, mm-hmm. and like probably like volunteers there for free wine because she's like a rich wife. Um, she was straight up like, this isn't a coffee shop. You can't do work here. <laughs> you were like, watch me. I was like, I don't like, I don't even remember what I said. I was like, fuck you. And then I like stormed past her. And then I went and flirted with a bartender who was like, here's an extension cord. And then like gave me like extra super full, full things. And then I was like, how do we destroy her? And he was like, oh, I've been trying to figure that out for years. Oh. <laughs> Yes, everybody was really cool. And Devin picked up on the fact that I would be sitting there for several hours and was like, okay, I don't want to bother you too much, but I'm still going to check on you a little bit, okay? And I was like, oh, what an angel sent from heaven. The other night I was at this restaurant. I'm like, it's a long story, but I'm like kind of at this resort place. So it was like the hotel lobby restaurant, which is actually really good. Um, But I was just having like an artichoke appetizer, amazing, and a glass of wine. But I was there like the the whole patio was crowded. A bunch of families were having their like vacation dinner and one server was handling the whole section and she was such a badass at it. So like this one guy, like he had brought a glass of wine with him from the golf course um, and she like noticed that and he, she didn't get in trouble, but she was like, oh, do you like, like, you know, do you want me to put in a refill? And then like, later he was like holding it down like 
by his side and she couldn't see it. And she was like, oh, do you need more wine? Like she was so on it, despite the fact that the whole thing was crowded. She like knew like everyone's business all the time so she could bring them yeah. more alcohol. And I was like, I love you. Yeah, for sure. We went river rafting, which was in Cody, which was crazy because we were supposed to go on a five mile trip and we ended up going on a 12 mile trip because we missed our landing and the boat crashed into the side of the river and trees dragged everybody and got everyone bloody and hurt. And the guide no. got pushed out of the boat and Afton had to pull the guide back into the boat. No. While I, like, yes. I like grabbed the oars and was like trying to like help. And we both, yeah, Afton like mainly gr- pulled her in, but I like helped a little bit and I, I was the only one apparently paying attention to the um, safety lecture, of course, uh, where where they were like, okay, this will never, ever happen. No one ever, ever falls out of the boat. But in the off chance they do, this is exactly what you do. And so, like, my brain was, like, immediately, I was like, okay, dunk her back in the water and pull her back up. Like, grab her by the two shoulder straps and do, like, <laughs> later on, I was like, I'm so sorry I was telling you that. I'm sure you knew. And after I was like, I don't know. I didn't remember that. And I was like, You were, like, well. flight attendant in the situation. Yeah, I was trying to. I also felt weirdly calm, like I'd eaten half a gummy. I was so strange. I was just like, ah. I mean, I was the farthest away from the trees. The people who got hurt, like, kind of got hurt. Like, I was surprised. I was like, oh, man, I would have been really sad. Like, if there had been, like, a sharp branch pointing out, like, someone would have gotten, like, stabbed. It was scary. But people were, like, bleeding and stuff. Anyway, everyone was very bonded by the traumatic experience. And we went down the river. We saw a bald eagle. It was great. Um, so then the next day, the fifth, Afton and I left for Yosemite and, or sorry, Yellowstone. I kept saying that the entire time. And Yellowstone is beautiful and amazing. And one of the, my favorite national parks I've ever been to, it was the first national park signed into creation by Ulysses S. Grant. I discovered on my internets oh. and, uh, it's home to half the world's geysers, which is pretty cool. Whoa. I know. I'd never seen that many geysers. Um, some of them go off like once every five years. Some of them go off once every hundred years. Some of them go off every three minutes. It's insane. Like there's a geyser there for everybody, I believe. And lots of fumaroles, which, and uh, the, yeah, the landscape was crazy. So one morning we woke up at like 530 and left our campsite because we were going to go to the Grand Tetons after we drove around the entirety of Yellowstone. Like we went on every single road after carefully marked it on the official map. And she was like, we're going on even this little road to say that we went on this road. Like we went every I single could place. Tell. She posted a picture of the map on Facebook and I could tell that like, I was like, a, this is impressive. Uh, cartography B. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was intentional. Like just go everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, the first day we were like, let's just see how far we get. And we ended up going to everything we wanted to see that day. So we're like, oh, okay. that means tomorrow we can definitely see everything we want to see tomorrow, like in the same in like less even more time, you know. So um, and then that. Yeah, that next day that we were there again, we uh, just went to more geysers, basically. But um, and we tried to go on a hike, but the mosquitoes were so incredible. Like there was so many of them and we didn't have bug spray that by the time we got back, like my back was covered in welts. And then I got home and John's like, wow, you probably have Zika now. So pretty <laughs> you were fun. Like, yeah, let's not get pregnant. Right. Um, yeah, I am in Oregon and pretty much put DEET on my body three times a day. And still I yeah. have like the back of well, my legs, like yes. the back of my thigh, because apparently I didn't think it was important to put bug spray there. Like maybe I thought my pants was good enough. No, no, they go through the pants. It's yeah, insane. And they, they like, they knew. have no God. They were, they were like they have this no law. unreachable ass zone. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Yeah, no, for sure. Same. Like my legs were covered in bites. It was awful. So, um, yeah, one morning we woke up really, really early and went out to this geyser basin field. And that was probably one of the most beautiful, amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Cause it was like, as far as you could see off in the distance, there was just steam and geysers like kind of going off and like, is this when you decided to call sprint? <laughs> it was shortly thereafter. <laughs> no, it was the day before. <laughs> you were but like, I was this so is annoyed. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I'm going to need to start a fight with someone to really like make it a, Seal com- off a complete perfect day. <laughs> oh, no, I was just mad that Afton got to Instagram at first because of her, you know, Verizon. So, of course, I had to call. Um, so then we went to Grand Tetons, which was really beautiful, but I think you can understand it in like a day. And I think that's definitely more of a park where you would be doing activities. Like, I think that's great for canoeing, kayaking, mountain biking. Like, you should be doing stuff while you're there rather than, like, enjoying nature and looking at stuff. Um, there's also not that many animals that we saw. We saw a bunch of animals. We saw black bears, grizzly bears, elk, wow. herds of bison. Dude, if you haven't seen, like, the herds of bison that are in Yellowstone, that is some crazy stuff. Like, it makes you really feel like you're in the Old West. It's insane. Um, anyway, Yellowstone, two thumbs way, way up. Pretty great place. Cool. Uh, then we went from Grand Tetons down to Bryce Canyon, which I really loved. It was super beautiful. I love Bryce Canyon. Yeah. Super beautiful. Super interesting. All the hoodoos are very cool. It's like a really eroded canyon. So there's a lot of like dark, like reddish orange colors. And it's very much like what you think of, I think when you're like, ah, the, you know, Southwestern canyon look. Yeah. And... So the first day we were there, we hiked the rim. It's like, it's like very old, like you're in an old timey postcard. Yes, absolutely. Like, ah, the settlers in this area. Uh, and then the second day we went down and we hiked, uh, into the Canyon all the way to the bottom and then all the way back up again, which was really fun. So hardcore. When I was there, we rode horseback down into the Canyon and back and it was like a Mm -hmm. two plus hour horseback ride. And I Mm -hmm. was really sore. I can't even imagine hiking it. It, the hike wasn't that bad, dude. It only oh, took really? us like two and a half. It took us like two and a half hours. No, we thought it was yeah, going to be I way I guess worse. we were probably going the same rate as a person. Yeah, I think so because we passed at like mule trains and there was, lo- there was lots of horses and mules there. And we were like, I think we're walking about the same speed. Um, but I mean, even then we stopped to take pictures of everything and it was hard. Like it was pretty awful on the up going up, but it was still like I'd had proper water, food and sleep. So I felt okay. I just was kept getting winded because of the elevation, I think. Um, and then we headed home, but yeah, it was a really good trip. I read a really fun book, um, called Tosh loves Tolstoy about this girl who, um, what? I have to tell you about a book I read. So tell me about yours <laughs> and then I have to tell you this, about my is book. Book corner. Yes. Um, mine, mine's a YA novel. Um, and cause I've been trying to write a YA novel. So I'm trying to do research on the same topic basically. So it's this girl who has a web series where she like makes updates of Tolstoy's classic um, Anna Karenina. And um, she gets nominated for an award on the YouTubes and it's all about her and her high school friends and their relationships and lives and this and that. And it's very fun. It's a fun book. I haven't finished it yet, but I need to. Uh, What's your book? Okay. So the book I read um, was, it was a freebie I got. So, um, with Amazon Prime, I get a free um, Kindle book each month that's like a new release. Um, so they send me an email and there's like nine books and I get to pick which one. 
Uh, so I do this. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't get that. You do. You just probably aren't reading the emails because they look mm. like spammy. I mean, they're like spam from Amazon. Mm. Like if Amazon wasn't emailing me 50 times, like I specifically seek this out. But yeah, no, everyone with Prime gets it. It's called like, it. you know, it's called like first pick or like this month's something, something. Um, and so I do each month I like get so excited when the email comes, then I go in and I like look at the cover. It like, it has this nice landing page with all the like six or nine books or whatever and their covers and like a little blurby. And then you can see their Amazon rating for the book. But then I also like cross reference with Goodreads. Um, and I do all this like ridiculous, unnecessary research. And then I like download the book, but I don't, I like, I'm always downloading more books than I have time to read. So like, I don't know when I picked up this book, but it was in my Kindle um, and it's called Crimes Against a Book Club. And it is a book about these two women who decide to scam these rich ladies in this rich lady book like neighborhood uh-huh. by selling them really expensive face cream. Because nice. they're like, they're like, oh, rich ladies like want to look younger. All they like, all, they're always looking for the latest anti-aging thing. They're always getting all this like surgeries, whatever, whatever. Um, but so like they're, I'm so, I, I was like so into it because they're just like classic scammers. Also, like the book isn't very good. Um, very easy read. And it just kept making me laugh. Like it kept repeating dumb little phrases like media catnip. No. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. I do like that. Um, so yeah, it's like this dumb, like fluffy book about some, like about two lady scammers. So I was like, I love these lady scammers, but get this. They add cocaine to the face cream. What the hell? And so everyone using it is getting like a little, they're getting high off the face cream, which is making them like, I mean, like it's making them like love the face cream. They're like, I'm so confident. I'm so beautiful. Like it totally actually works because of the cocaine. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, That's insane. Yeah. By the way, you have to subscribe to the Prime membership delivered weekly newsletter in order to get the Amazon first picks. which I just subscribed. But just so our listeners know, if you have Prime, you can subscribe to the newsletter and you get to pick out. um, Yeah. So that's it's called Amazon First Picks. There's also, from what I understand, there's also Kindle First. Yeah. One of our Kindle First first books. That's what it is. Um, There's also other stuff. There's like free book rental and stuff. Um, Oh, yeah. If you run run out of stuff to read, there's a lot of opportunities with Prime. Um, And I Mm -hmm. like... I usually go like back and forth. Like I'll read a, like the book I read before crimes against a book club was called, um, started early, took my dog. And it's like this British, like mystery by this, like acclaimed British author, Kate Atkinson. Um, so it was a little more cerebral, even though it was still just like a murder. It was a murder mystery. I mean, it's still like, no, it's no Tolstoy. Um, but it's really, really good. Like very like fine, like finely tuned plotting. Mm-hmm. And then I like followed that up with Crimes Against a Book Club, some cocaine scammers. Woo, woo. Um, I wanted to write a book club book. Maybe I will someday. Well, yeah, and it it had that like um, classic book about a book club trope, where like each chapter like mentioned a specific book. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. read um, Jane Austen's Book Club, which is maybe the name of that book that was made into a movie but that's uh, what they did no i know which one i know what you meant when you mean i think it is called that again i did this, not read it again this book crimes against a book club like it would have like it mentioned all these like various different books that like all of these women in like the book 
had supposedly read. And I was like, that means the author has probably read these. Why is she such a terrible writer? <laughs> I don't think being a good reader makes you a good writer. I need to write a Goodreads. I need to list this on my Goodreads. I don't know if I have yet. You should do it. Do it, bro. So, yeah. Um, And now I'm reading At Home. What's it called? At Home in the World, which is that um, book I talked about back in, I don't know, episode 34. Um, How can you remember what happened in the past? (laughs) It's my superpower. Mm, That's right. Uh, Hang on, let me pull up. Uh, yeah, episode 34, um, at home in the world. And so we talked about it back then, but I hadn't read it yet. Um, and it's this travel memoir and the author is like doing around the world trip with her family, her husband and her three kids. And like they spent three months in Asia and then they spent like another couple months in Australia and then they just got to Africa and it's making me want to go to all the places like just all of the places I go. yeah no they like they were in Sri Lanka and they went to this like tea factory mm-hmm. it's just exciting oh no. and they were in New Zealand traveling just makes me want to travel more yep yep um yeah um, well, while I was on the road, speaking of traveling, I saw a couple crazy billboards and I saw a couple that I forgot to take pictures of and don't remember, but they were very crazy too. Um, I have one that I think you may have seen. Do you want to start with that one first? Sure. I've got, I've got one too. Okay. And we so... have, and we have a user submitted one. Oh, exciting. Um, from our super so... hot Facebook group. Oh yeah, it is quite quite the rage in there, guys. Um, if you want to join, it's two girls talking dot club, and then you can click to join the Facebook group on there. Um, so it's a couple smiling and having a pillow fight, and it says, "Sleeping on the couch tonight never felt so good." I have to break some news to you. Okay. We've done this one before on this podcast. Yes. No. There's one in Rancho Cucamonga that like last, that last fall I told you about on this podcast. What did we come to the conclusion that was even about? Um, about how like they got in a fight on purpose so that like, because, because, and then now like one of them has to sleep on the couch. It's a, it's for it's for a furniture company, so they're like yeah, who our couches are so great. But yeah, you'll be glad that yeah, you had a weird fight. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's that. All right. that, that was our theory. We've already covered it. All right, we already covered it. I got it. But I was just befuddled yet again. It got me. It got me again. You were super um, so, befuddled when I described it to you. I'm sure, but yeah, seeing it in real life really drew it out of me. Um, so the other one I saw was driving through Las Vegas. I saw several billboards for this website and it just said injured in a hotel.com. And Which, that was by the way, it sounds like a viral campaign for like a horror film. Yeah. But there was also like a phone, I guess there was a phone number underneath it as well. Um, and all throughout the city, there's tons and tons. Like every billboard is about like a personal litigation lawyers, like every single billboard. I was like, that's crazy. Like what happens here? What happens um, in Vegas, you'll need a lawyer for. 
basically is the vibe I was getting from every billboard I saw. But yeah, injuredinahotel.com really got me. I was imagining all the things that would happen and you're like driving away. So literally it's for like if you literally were injured in a hotel and now you like are going to like get lawyer up. Yeah, I I guess. It just seems so odd to me. I was like, like, how many? Yeah, like there must be so many injuries that they like the billboards are worth it to them to do. But like. I don't know. It just seems so strange. It really like I puzzled over it for a while. You know what I bet? You know, I bet it's like hotels probably never never go to court or something like they'll always settle. So like Uh, I bet it has a really like high conversion. Like if someone says I was injured, like it's instant cash. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going on there. That's my theory. Right. Because also they probably don't have a lot of ways to prove that they didn't get hurt and stuff like that. Right. You did text me about a billboard, a Lamar billboard you saw, and you were like, and I, and then I was like, oh, I remember that from when I was in Arizona, but I forgot to mention on the podcast, and it's a Lamar billboard, and it says like tall, outdoorsy type seeks long term relationship. Yes. yes, that's right. Um, and I was so excited you sent it to me because I was like, oh, I remember this billboard, and it made me so excited because I was like, that th- that is like that's my type right there. Yeah. I I should marry the billboard. Is there a Mrs. Billboard? That's my favorite joke. Like, Afton accused me of staring too long at the superintendent of Yellowstone, who is 80 years old. I was looking at some information that was next to his picture that I was having a hard time understanding. And she was like, wow, really into that superintendent of Yellowstone. And so I started defending myself way too vigorously. I was like, no, no, I was just looking at this other thing. And she was like, hubba hubba, is there a Mrs. Superintendent of Yellowstone? That was pretty good. Um, it was pretty I Okay, so we'll do my, my billboard rage and then our okay. user, user submitted. So, and both mine and our users are, if you want to, if you want to like read or see more, they're in our Facebook group. Um, But mine wasn't a billboard, but was a like sign in this diner I went to in the middle of nowhere in Oregon. Um, And by middle of nowhere, I mean the town of Butte Falls has 400 residents and the whole town is fenced in with like logging timber fence because there's so much open cattle. They actually like fenced in the town so the cattle wouldn't like wander through their like four way stop intersection, essentially. Um, so I stopped there when I was driving recently um, and I stopped at this diner because I had a really bad headache and I was like, maybe I need to eat something. And the diner was very cute and it was surrounded by like various rustic signage you know fill in the blank they had it one of the signs they had said bury me in the woods so my husband will go hunting for me like and then and I've then just puzzled over it All underneath right, that they had a framed photo of like a very a deer? large like male deer I think yep. it's a deer. It could be a moose. Um, bury me in the woods. So my so husband, my husband will go hunting for me. It's messed up. It's frightening. Terrifying even. I don't know, man. Someone in the group 
Heather Dodds, uh, listener Heather, says, okay, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think it should maybe say, when I die, bury me in the woods so my husband visits my grave. Which I think is maybe, like, the joke that's there. It's like, my husband's maybe. only going to visit my grave if he's hunting. If it's, but he's not yeah. hunting for you because you're already dead. Or maybe she's like, he won't notice she's missing or he'll he'll only go, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there's not even like a, a proposition of what it could be in my mind. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. Right. Okay. And then listener Camille um, submitted something from the, uh, the age old adopt a pet campaign. So this mm-hmm. was seen in Martin, Michigan. Um, and the caption is find beauty in a shelter pet today. And the picture is a Disney esque cartoon likeness of beauty as in beauty and the beast next to a cat also dressed as a human beauty. Like, there's not an, like, it doesn't, why would that happen? So you're looking for an anthropomorph, like, wait, you're looking for, like, an animated quality in a cat? Or you're looking for literally a cat that's dressed, that you can dress up like Disney princesses? I don't know, man. If anyone has any ideas, please, someone, like, just save us from ourselves this doesn't make any sense as always please submit so the rest of us can enjoy please submit your billboard rage either via the group or on the website which is two girls talking dot club we all need to stand together against this yep. vicious vicious uh problem in america and worldwide actually you know it could be affecting millions we don't know <laughs> exactly um uh do you have a joke life moment my entire existence has become so melded together with the joke life moment mentality that it's really hard to pick out moments of non-joke life. I know at this the, point. Mo- the moments do bleed one into the next. Yep. Creating a rich tapestry slash life of joke, a joke life. Um, one pretty good one was Afton and I knew it was raining and, or it was about to start raining or it was something like that. So we closed the roof whole thing there's like a little roof window vent yeah window thing yeah and water was still coming in so we decided to put a we knew the rain was going to stop in like an hour or two so we're like all right well let's put a plastic garbage bag over it on the inside uh we didn't want to get up on the roof it was too high and too scary there was lightning so we started to tape um the bag to the roof and we would tape one side and then work on taping the other side and the one side would fall down and then we go back and tape that other side again and then the other side would begin to fall down uh we finally after a lot of strenuous effort got it all tied up and squared away and we went inside the walmart and when we came out the entire thing had fallen down fallen down yet again so afton and um slept with just towels over her body and a sheet of plastic. Sounds because... like Afton's joke life moment to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we'll really know if she's listening. I know, right? Um, or if Duncan listens, more more importantly. <laughs> right. 
My friend Dave, like, refuses to even understand what a podcast is, and he's, you know, my age, so I don't have a lot of hope for Duncan. Uh, Duncan was commenting on my Instagram, though. I had a private Instagram for the account, and um, he was like, oh, we took a picture of Afton under that sign when she was eight. You know, gems like that. Yes. Um, There was also a long list of things we were instructed not to do in the camper, no matter what. Including go through a car wash, uh, go through any kind of drive through, even if we thought we had clearance, go off roading in any capacity, including driving on dirt roads. Um, I don't. I felt like new things just kept emerging from the do not do on the Duncan list, and every now and then we'd be like, I don't think we can do that. I think that's against Duncan's law. <laughs> like, I have a long list of things I'm not supposed to do in the trailer either, um, as provided by you know my fairy godmother who sold me the trailer. Um, and I try my best, but mostly I have to learn from like experience. Um, and one of the thing, one of the things she told me, which is like pretty much the only rule I try to stick to, um, because so what she says is drive as if, so drive the truck, pulling the trailer as if there are eggs sitting loose on the counter in the trailer. That's a good, that's a good motto. And so, yeah. And so basically I just try to imagine that. And then like that prevents me from like, cause I'll see like a dirt road and I do drive on a lot of dirt roads, but I'll like see a dirt road and I'll like try to decide whether or not I can do it. And if I decide to do it, I still will go really slow because I like try to imagine those eggs and I just like, I'm like, just got to keep them rolling back and forth. They can't fall off. Mm -hmm. Like just really slow. Gentle. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, that brings me to my joke life moment, uh-huh. um, which is called... Lay it on me. Yeah. So I w- I've been like pretty urban in my camping for the last month. If urban counts, Wairika, California, let me clarify. Sure. Um, but then last weekend, I came up into Oregon and I camped in um, the National Forest for a weekend, like totally by myself. That's where the mosquitoes like had me for gotcha. breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner. Um, and I was in this like one spot for two nights but I decided I didn't want to stay there long term because it wasn't like level enough for me to unhitch the trailer I didn't want to have to like by myself try to like get it hitched back up um and so I decided to leave like the second morning um and I noticed that the tire of my trailer is completely flat oh Um, my god like just like like a joke tire uh deflated little sad lifeless thing uh uh-huh and i have a spare in my truck but i don't know how to change it myself and it's like kind of tricky to change and i'm like oh no what am i gonna do i'm like kind of out in the middle of nowhere um and i call AAA, and i'm like out of state and they're kind of bitchy to me about it and then like they're already bitchy before i even reveal that it's like not my car it's my trailer uh, which is when I find out that my triple A like doesn't cover my trailer at all. Like even though even though changing oh. a f- changing a flat on like a truck or changing a flat on my trailer is like literally like involves the same skilled person doing the same skilled activity. It's sure, a, it's a coverage issue. So did you um, get it covered? So, um, so I'll so I'll come back to getting it covered because that's the joke life moment. I'll tell you what happens with the trailer. So they're like, you you we, you know you can't do it through us because you're not covered. But here's the name of the tow company. Call them. They'll have a AAA discount. I call the tow company. They want to charge me four hundred dollars. No, thank you. To send so it's just literally sending a person 
to change the tire. There's no like towing. There's none of this. But like they've got yeah. a pretty good scam going on where they're charging five dollars per mile. And I was like, oh my yeah, god, right? I was like, oh maybe we should get a tow company. Literally. Um, wait, but then I was like, no, that's way too much insurance requirements. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So they. And I'm like, okay, this isn't going to work. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to figure out another plan. Um, And what I ended up doing is I was like about 20 minutes outside of this small town in Oregon. And I called the small town, which like by small town, I mean, it has a restaurant, a general store, a post office and a gas station. That's all. So I called the general Mm -hmm. store and the owner of it, she basically was like, oh, I'll send my husband out. He'll help you. And he did it totally free. Um, that's so nice and he and he, it was like he like he like you know he was there like 15 minutes later it was perfect um it was so nice and you know he was like no just like I always you know I always just pay it forward and of course like I went to the general store then and I like bought everything in the store I was like well I'm right. gonna, if you're not gonna take my money I'm gonna support your business and he was like okay just so you know it's my wife's business that's her baby <laughs> and I was like fine whatever Thank you so much. I gotta, I gotta support someone's baby, old man. Come right. on. Yeah. So I was like, regardless, thank you, sir. Um, and so, meanwhile, I'm like, well, let me find out about this RV coverage for AAA. Well, I find out that it was only twenty seven dollars more to add the RV coverage to my AAA membership. Why? Why didn't I have that? Yeah. I don't understand. Now I do. do. Yeah. So now I have that. And that includes like that they'll tow my RV four times in a calendar year, um, which is great. Like that would be a horrible situation if I needed it to be towed. But I'm glad I have that now. And my life is a joke because like I literally don't figure out things like insurance or coverage or roadside assistance until the problem actually happens. And then I luck out because people are nice. Sounds like good life moment, not joke life. So this scammer's life is what this is. I feel like a joke life moment would require you having some sort of like bad thing happen. The joke life moment is that I should I own an RV that I live in full time. I should have some sort of roadside assistance, especially if it's only twenty seven dollars. Well, yes, absolutely. So I'm a joker. All right, this is the two girls talking podcast. I got to go kayaking, so let's wrap this up. Oh. Yeah, I got to go make some orders, man. Everyone's got plans. Everyone's got plans. You can find us on iTunes. You can leave us a review, even Apple though none Podcasts. of you ever You're do. You're supposed to call it Apple Podcasts now. Okay, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, I guess. Sorry, everyone. There's um, like a whole thing. They're like devaluing podcasts that call it iTunes now. Really? Yeah, I read some article about it. I was like, how are they? How can they tell? I don't know, man. All right. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts. um, And you can also leave us a review. You can rate us. You can tell your friends. Word of mouth is our greatest asset at this point, which means all of you are our greatest asset. So if you can tell a friend if you enjoy it to listen to us gabbing away about this and that, that would be great. Uh, you can also find us on our website, twogirlstalking.club, where you can uh, join the Facebook group and get direct access to our hilarious billboard rage at any time, day or night. Uh, or ask 20, questions or just chill with other fans. Yeah, just chill with other fans, you know, ask the big questions. Um, 
yeah, that's about it. What else? Anything? No, that's it. No. Nah. 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 Kayak. Kayak time. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a night nighttime kayak here in uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, in Upper Klamath Lake. So, try to try to document on my Instagram stories. Not that that will be useful to anyone listening to this, but sure. All right. Bye. Bye.